Hi, I'm Donnie Salvo, and you might remember me from such films as The Muppets Take Afghanistan. And yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus, but that's not him, so get off his lap. And you're listening to Half Hour Wasted, and that makes you cool. Episode 188. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes, 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to A Half Hour Wasted. Wondering how you refrain from calling June Bob June Bug. Saturday. What's the date? 28th? Yes. We're on the way to the Dallas Comic Con. Ashley's with me. And her friend uh, Jude is with us. And we are... Is this your first convention, Jude? Yeah. I'm sorry because this is a small one. It won't be good, that impressive. It's a good intro con. Yeah, it, it's, it won't be overwhelming. No. That's for sure. Unfortunately, you do in Dallas because we only have little cons now. Uh, the bigger one's in October. Uh, anyway, we're going to go meet uh, Frank and Bill out there. Jumba. Actually, I got a text from Bill that said his daughter Zoe was sick. and He's on kid duty today because the professor is uh, busy with her play. So, Bill has a child with a 102 fever, so I don't know if she's, if they're going to make it. June Bob's coming out later, and who, who, who knows who else might be there, I'm not sure. But. I think said Hong was going to be there. Well, yeah, June Bob's friend Hong is going to be there. Hong flew in from Alaska last night, so maybe kind of walking around like a mummy all day, but... I think we'll, Jude and I will be too. We'll be there momentarily. Uh minutes so we'll check in later this is frank a rincon with a half hour wasted i'm walking over to the richardson civic center for the comic convention going on today it's a beautiful beautiful blue sky here in dallas texas and all the geeks are running in to escape its rays so they can be under the fluorescent lights that feed their pasty pale skin. I'm about to hang out among them and hopefully, maybe, even sight a girl. Wish me luck. This is Frank A. Rincon from A Half Hour Wasted, signing off. What up? Yeah, so what's up? Well, we just walked out and... uh we were, the three of us were, were going to... And who do we got here? It's Ashley and Jude. Say hi, guys. Hello. Hi. So you just got here, right? Yeah, I'm just walking in. It's, uh, what time is it, noon? Yeah, it's noon. Lunchtime. So the three of us are very hungry, so we're going to run up the street to Taco Cabana. And uh, June Bob is on his way in. He, uh, remember his friend Hong? Yeah. Uh, he stayed Quiet Hong? Yeah, he stayed at Hong's last night, but Hong flew in from Alaska 
last night. In fact, he was supposed to get in at 5 this morning. His plane was like late, major delayed and didn't even get in until, I don't know, 8, 8.30 or something like that. Okay. So June texted me and said, we're going to let Hong take a nap. And then, um, hey, I know you, but I don't know where I know you from. Yeah, you look familiar to me. I don't know. Hi, what's your name? I'm Kathleen. Hi, Kathleen. And who do we got here? Rick. Hey, Rick. So what are you holding right there? I, I have a G.I. Joe home base. This is harmless. It's just for a podcast that we do. Yeah. Oh, okay. so don't <laughs> yeah, we got lots of good Star Wars stuff, and we have a huge collection at home, and it's getting bigger and bigger. Okay. So you don't know Brad here? I'm not sure. Familiar, but I'm not sure where it would have been. Good to, good to meet you, Brad. Okay. Take care. Bye. So, um, yeah, I thought I knew. I thought I knew her. Yeah, I guess she has one of those faces. Ashley said she looks vaguely familiar, but from Plano, I don't know. Who knows? So, Hong's plane got in late. He said he was going to let him take a nap before they came out, but he's on his way. So, anyway, we're going to go eat something because we're hungry, and then we'll come back. Sounds good. All right, guys, enjoy lunch. See ya. Bye, guys. Bye. All right, so how are you? You have a great costume, so who are you supposed to be? I am Emma Frost, the White Queen. Right, great. So describe your costume since it's audio. Well, uh, basically, it's a white cape with white fur at the top. I have my short bob white wig, white corset, white panties, of course, tall white boots. And actually, I wore this because my uh, cosplay model friend said that I should because it would bring people to the table to buy my comics. Okay, so, <laughs> so tell me about your comic. My comic, um, I actually draw, a co- I draw and write a couple of web comics for uh, derangedcomics.com. And uh, they're mostly offensive nerd humor with pop culture references, extremely offensive video games, that sort of thing, zombies. (laughs) Okay, so give me some of the titles. Where are some of the titles? Some of the titles, uh, the two that I do are Glitch and Easy as Pie, as in the pie symbol. But we also have Deranged, Every Day is Halloween. We have like six different comics on there. Okay, Okay, great. So uh, what's your website? www.derangedcomics.com, all spelled correctly. Okay, great. Well, have a have a good show, and uh, thanks a lot. Great costume. Thank you. Here, I'll, I'll make you guys talk to me. Hey, I'm, I'm I got Mindy and Jason here. What's up, guys? Hi. How are you? Hey, Frank. Funny you're an Indian comic con. Yeah, really. So, uh, so what brings you to the uh, to the show here? Do you guys normally come to shows? By the way, I just know these guys. Um, we're just friends. We. You guys don't normally do comic books and stuff like that, right? This is our second time we've been here. Yeah, better costumes this time, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and there's a, you know, there's always different types of shows. So what, is there anything in particular that brings you here? I think I know what it is, but... Oh, it's, it's Battlestar Galactica. Uh, Edward James almost. What are, we're Team Edward, right? <laughs> is that how that yes. works? <laughs> so you're Team Edward. Yeah, those are great shirts, by the way. So that's your main goal today, is to go ahead and, uh, and get this autograph or get a photo up with him? Yeah. Uh, well, that was the draw here. I don't know what it's going to look like when we get in there. He, he may be overwhelmed with the, with the fans. You just have to wait in line and, and go through it. You know, that's just part of it. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if he does even a, a, a conference thing where he can, well, not a conference thing, but, yeah, where he talks and stuff like that. Oh, do we need, I got nothing else. Okay, you got nothing else? <laughs> I'm sorry. So besides that, you're just going to walk around and look at the costumes? Absolutely, and check out all the Joss Whedon verse stuff that's out there, too. Okay. So I'll see you guys. we got to pay, so we'll talk in a minute. Hey, I'm here with the Costume Crusaders, right? How are you? So, uh, so who are you? first of all, who are you and who are you dressed up as? My name is Max, and I am Sue Storm, or the Invisible Woman. And how about you? 
I'm Mark, and I'm She-Hulk, or Shulky, or the Jade Giantess. <laughs> Which, actually, you look awesome. Your shoes, how tall are those things, man? Eight-inch platforms. You've got to be tired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's going to be a long day. <laughs> well, you look great. I like your muscles. you got, like, a green spandex on over your regular spandex, and uh, and it's, it's a good thing. How you, When you take a shower tonight, what's that going to be like? <laughs> There's going to be green running all down. <laughs> So what's new with you girls? Uh, what's new with the website, with your uh, with your organization? Um, not much. We're constantly coming up with new character ideas and new costume ideas. We're actually doing all new um, uh, characters tomorrow as well. And um, at the website, I think that they are putting up uh, new pictures, or at, at least from the sci-fi con. They have some of those that are up there, um, uh, like... Uh, last time at the Sci-Fi Con, they had Max pose for a Mara Jade photograph, and the artist actually painted it, and it's here today. You can purchase it out. Yeah, actually, you were just telling me about that before I started recording. So, yeah, tell me a little bit more about First of all, tell me, who, in case no one knows, who Mara Jade is and all that. Well, Mara Jade is um, Luke Skywalker's wife. She was also called the Emperor's Hand um, in Star Wars Expanded Universe. And um, so she's kind of... she became a Jedi in the end, but at the beginning she was just kind of like, almost like a bounty hunter. And um, She's got flaming red hair. Exactly. And she wears a black bodysuit and um, has, you know, a gun holster. And so the last time I was here, I dressed up as her, and the artist actually uh, liked it as a reference picture. So he came over, took a couple of shots, and then um, whenever I came up to the con this time, uh, one of my friends came over and said, hey, he's got a picture of you down there at his booth. And so I said, no way. So we went down there, and he's actually got it up on a platform. So um, it's, you know, green background, and I think he was a little, you know, nice. He took off maybe a couple pounds or something. <laughs> okay, you're, you're funny, but because, uh, I mean, you girls have, have really good figures, so you're fine. Don't oh, worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, you know. It's yeah, I mean, you wear spandex, so you kind of have to be have some confidence and stuff like that. Helps. You know, when we're kicking butt every day, you know, we build muscles, as you can see. Now, okay, when you're not fighting crime and stuff like that, what do you do? We'll start with you, She-Hulk. What do you do when you're not fighting crime? I, uh, my husband and I own our own computer business called Geeks and Computers, and I work on maintenance and computer networking. Okay, that's cool. And how about yourself? I actually work as a neurophysiologist with a market research company. So I work with EEGs during the day, and um, we get people to come in. We just have them watch advertising, and then we monitor their responses and grade the advertising that way. So, so based on that, it's it's just when you tell people what you do on the weekends and stuff like that, what type of reaction do they get? Do you usually get? They usually laugh a little, but then they think it's kind of expected. <laughs> like, I always knew you were a big nerd anyway. So, it, you know, it's just another day at the office, really. So. I wanted to make sure it was recording. I have done that. I have had interviews and not recorded. So I know that happened last time. And, yeah, and I didn't record a thing. So, And you said you and your husband owned a business, right? Yes. So do you, do you guys, like, expect the employees to dress up on certain days? <laughs> no, but that would be awesome. We should totally do that. Yeah, you totally should. Okay. Well, ladies, I want to thank you so much for your time. It's always fun talking to you. And it's great because every time I see you, you guys remember me. You're always dressed differently, so I don't – I always introduce myself. It's like, oh, yeah, we met you last time here, you dorkus. Anyway, it's always great seeing you. So say bye. 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 Half hour wasted rocks. Yay. <laughs> So what's your website? It's www.costumedcrusaders.com.
Thank you. Okay, this is Frank. I'm just walking down the... Hey, there's David Hopkins. You got a big box there, David Hopkins. I do. I'm, I'm relocating. We couldn't find our table, and now we're, we're found. Okay, here, I'll walk with you. So, do you All need right. a hand? Can I help you? No, I'm good. I'm good, actually. I'm, uh, I, everything's already set up. I'm just kind of moving the extras. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, a little snafu on your table. That's things. No, you know, it was more our fault. We were stuck in traffic, and it was kind of a last-minute... We had to find our table right as everyone was coming in, so we just grabbed what was ever available. But this is actually a better site for us. Yeah, it looks like I think we're in Artist Alley. Yeah, we are in Artist Alley. Okay. Yeah, the other place was just a little too crowded, so people, when they were coming by, didn't really have a chance to like sit and look. But now people can kind of sit and flip through, like someone's flipping through the Jam Anthology right now. Right. Yeah, give them the soft sell. Go talk about okay. it. Okay. All right, we'll do. <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys. Hey, my name's Frank. I'm from Half Hour Wasted. I'm sorry to interrupt you while you guys were talking. Are you guys all together? Yes. Okay. Doctor Who? Yes. Maybe? The Van Gogh? The Van Gogh. Vincent Van Gogh. That's right. Okay. And you, so who are you? 11th Doctor. The 11th Doctor. And you are? David Tennant. He's the 10th Doctor. The 10th Doctor. And you are? The 2nd Doctor. The 2nd. And you are? Rose Tyler. There we go. And you are? Amy Pond. One more time. Amy Pond. Okay, you know what? It's kind of funny. I'm, I'm vaguely familiar with Doctor Who, but it was the it was the Van Gogh that made me that cued me in who you guys were because that's such a good episode and stuff like that. It's tears of joy. <laughs> like, by the way, I'm. I'm oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I that was a, such a good episode too. Anyway, so I guess you guys are fans of the new of the new version of the Doctor. Yes. Definitely. We're Doctor Who fans, yeah, period. Yeah, I love the old version, too. Yeah, yeah. The old version rocks. I'm normally we do have a second Doctor. <laughs> we have all of the Doctors, by the way, but all of them couldn't be here today. Okay, yeah. Uh, it's, kind of, it's kind of a really tight fit down these alleys and stuff like that. But anyway, do you guys have a website or anything? We do. Uh, we're mostly on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, uh, if, if you look up uh, Cosplay Gallifrey, DFW Cosplay Gallifrey, you can find our fan page. And we have uh, 137 members. <laughs> all right, guys. <laughs> something now 160 like 162 so is there like a doctor who chant because i know a little bit about doctor who is there something you can end this with like um uh, you guys want me to do the pandora speech okay. all right go but go is it all right move on ready and go no okay hold on Hello, Stonehenge! Who takes the Pandorica takes the universe! Well, bad news, everyone! Because guess who? Ha! Except you lot, you're all whizzing about, and it's really very distracting, so if you'd all just stay still for a minute, because I am talking! Now, the question of the hour is, who's got, who has the Pandorica? Answer, I do. Next question, who's coming to take it from me? Come on, look at me. No plan, no backup, no weapons worth a damn. Oh, and something else I don't have. Anything to lose. So, if you're up there in your silly little spaceship with all your silly little guns, and you've got any plans on taking the Pandorica tonight, just remember who's standing in your way. Remember every black day I ever stopped you. And then, and then, do the smart thing. Let somebody else try first. From Doctor Who, everyone. Thank you so much, guys. Have a good day. All right, now, honey, are you...
You guys are crazy. Yes. What did you just ask me? Do you read all of the comics that you get, or do you just collect them? I read 90% of them. You got, the you got a problem with that? No. What are the other 10? The other 10 are on my to-read pile. Make sense? He saw my to-read pile and rolled his eyes and walked out of my room when he got to my house. Just because he doesn't understand doesn't mean he's a bad person. I never said that. I know. The look on your face said he was a bad no, person. No, the look on my face said... So I understand you made friends with a banana. Peanut butter jelly time? If you see a banana at a con, don't talk to them. A well, future banana. He wasn't future dressed as a banana no. yet, right? No. Not yet. But he was acting like one. How can you act like a banana if you're not dressed know. like a banana? <laughs> it sounded better in my head. It's probably most things you say do. Yep. <laughs> so you guys ready to go? Ready to leave? I'm good whenever you want to. That means yes, he's ready to get out of here. Get out of Dodge. It's like three in the afternoon, and we're taking a break in the coolest part of the building, which is a side hallway. And it's probably 30 degrees cooler in this hallway than it was. Because there's no BO floating around. It smells like a gymnasium out there. Nice. Jude's sporting a Green Lantern uh, wallpaper on his iPhone. Is that the new iPhone? No. no, it looks like the old one. Cool. I hope I saw you. Didn't you put a rage on yours? Yes, because I was angry last night. Yeah, I know. Cool. That's nice. It's got all the colors. Did you? Where'd you get all these wallpapers? I just went to. You know Flickr. Yeah, I know Flickr. I just went up to there and you can take pictures. Cool. Did you just take another screenshot of a screenshot? <laughs> oh, that's neat. So, oh, 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 what? oh. It says this is not relevant currently, but okay. that app you have on your phone, the message scrolling this. Yes. My friend wants to know what that is. Okay. We can talk about it later. Okay. Why talk about it now? Because. Now I have to edit. You'll have to edit anyway. I right, know. That's true. So or, you, we, or you can just leave this in and make it more interesting. It's not interesting. Yes, it is. You're. Your listeners love our interesting conversations that have nothing to do with anything, kind of like Bill. Now I have to cut that out. Bill. Now I have to cut that out. <laughs> I saw someone with his shirt on. This is probably the most exciting portion of the episode. <laughs> no, I'm going to stop because it's not. We're going to have dinner later without you. Sorry. I know. But you I got to, to see June Bob's face. I did get to see June Bob's face. Jimbo. Hey, Jimbo. <laughs> Jimbo. The last of the Asian rednecks. <laughs> I'm here with, uh, sir, what's your name? Denver Stagner. Denver, how are you? So you just handed me this this uh, flyer for, um, for a hotel. Is that what it is? Yes, sir. All right, so tell me a little bit about it. Well, the town of Roswell contracted us to build a two-story hotel out there shaped like a spaceship. It's going to have 60 rooms with a restaurant in it. Uh, we'll have six handicap rooms for the handicapped people to come and stay on the bottom floor. Uh, basically, uh, we're hoping we can open this thing up by 2011, 4th of July. We're looking for investors, if they're interested in it, to help us get this thing built. We've got approved for 80% of the loan now. 
but we need another 20% to help us get over the budget so we can get it open. Okay, great. Now, this is going to be in Roswell, and that actually has a history for UFOs and stuff like that. Is that why you picked that area? Yes, sir. <laughs> it sure is. Okay, so um, so tell me a little bit about it. So it looks like, is it going to be called Galaxy Ranger? It's going to be called Galaxy Hotel, and you can't mix it, miss the deal, because we'll have a, um, a sign up there that's got a flying saucer, and then it'll come down with an LED sign out there in front that shoots a beam from the flying saucer down to the ground. We'll have four aliens out there on the ground, so you can't miss our hotel. We're on the Rio Dosa Highway going out that way. Okay, so have you guys broken ground yet? No, we have not. So you're getting close. So you still just need a few more investors to make it happen? Yes, sir. We need that 20% before we can, uh, before they'll go ahead and give us the loan for the 80%. And, um, you know, aside from Roswell having its infamous background, you know, um, who, who else are you trying to attract, like conventions and stuff like that? Who, who are you hoping to visit that will visit your hotel? We want all sci-fi fans and Comic-Con fans out there. So it doesn't make us any difference out there. We're we're not just one group. We're we're after all the groups. Okay, I'm going to wait for this guy to finish. Off. American Manga, two of the most influential manga stars. Okay. Terrific comic artist. Almost back. Ladies and gentlemen, will be moderating the American Manga panel, starting in about. Okay, I think we're safe now. Okay, so the announcer just finished. Okay, so what brought you all the way from Dallas? Are you from Roswell? No, I'm a Texas boy. I'm out of Ranger. Okay. And uh, I was I went to school in Fort Worth, and uh, I worked for Bell Helicopter for several years. And when I was in Vietnam, there was a bunch of us got together, and we got an idea to uh, do a, a sci-fi hotel when the war was over. And out of 13 of us, I'm the last one. Oh, really? Okay. Hey, excuse me just for a moment. What was that? The trades are over there. Oh, thank you. Okay, so you're the last one, huh? Yes, sir. I'm the last one. Wow. Okay. Well, that's, that's uh, you know. That's interesting. Um, so, okay, so you're here. So how did you hook up with these guys, um, with, the, with the hotel people? With the hotel people? Actually, it's it's my hotel. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, me, and the third, me and the other 12 gentlemen, when we was in Vietnam together, we came up with this idea to come back and do a sci-fi hotel. But at the time, we didn't have technology to do what we wanted to do with it. So... And the last, I'd say the last 10 years, it has really come up where we can have and do what we want to do with the hotel to make it look like a flying saucer on the inside. Okay. Well, great. Well, sir, thank you so much. Good luck with your um, with your endeavor, and I'm, I'm sure it'll happen, okay? Well, thank you, sir. All right. Take care. Okay. Uh, have you talked to my agent? Dennis, how are you? Here, I'm putting my my headphones on. We're gonna head out. I guess we're gonna head out. It's probably just as loud there. Might as well just. I was avoiding it. Okay. Oh, you just bought that. You just bought that. So let me just kind of mention who we got here. So Hung, how are you? We've met before. Hi. <laughs> Doing great. Doing great. So you just came back from Alaska, is that what I heard? Yes, I did. Okay. How much sleep did you get? Uh, about two hours. You look like an hour. I don't know. <laughs> well, thanks for coming out. And we got Dennis Poo. Dennis, how are you? I'm doing good. Feeling better. All right, great. Yeah, you look great. Actually, you know, we invited you over to be on a show Wednesday. You did not miss a thing. We ended the show early and only did one episode because 
We just couldn't. Just, we no, yeah, because you weren't there. Well, we just couldn't think of anything to talk about. We were all just tired. Uh, I see. You need more Asian labor on the show. I think so. And finally, Brad, who's standing right next to you? The 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 last of the of the Asian rednecks. <laughs> yeah. June Bob. I heard that there was an Asian festival in Dallas today. Is that, um, <laughs> Is that why you brought two of them with you? Yeah. You know, I did hear that next door, when I was looking for a parking space, there must be some type of, like, a- Asian cultural center or something. Yes, absolutely. You're actually right. Oh, you because guys are in we the did... building then. I, yeah. I, I saw the fried dogs. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We saw dogs going in with people, but we didn't see that many people. Oh, snap. With little tin handles on them? <laughs> That's right. So, how, so uh, how long are you in town, June Bob? I think I'm going to be here till Sunday. Okay. What, what brings you to town? Just the, the con itself? Absolutely. Yeah. The Asian Festival. That's you, Asian Festival. Oh. You? you are going to be sorely disappointed then. I'm so sorry. <laughs> now, hey, you guys want to do dinner after this? Absolutely. Yes. So is this like an Asian festival with lots of white people? <laughs> a bunch of Asian wannabes. But anyway, so, uh, so Dennis, you were a little under the weather, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. More than a little for about a week. I'm sorry to hear that, man. You actually sound good. But we have good news, right? Or should we not say anything? Uh, I think we should, should not say anything right now. Okay, we won't say anything right now. So, yeah, we won't jinx it. Well, anyway, well, I think there's some good stuff coming down the pike for you. So, um, All right, guys, how about how about we go look for some trades and stuff like that? Spend uh, spend some money and uh, pick up some ladies, or at least I will. Yeah, pick up some sci-fi ladies. Right? No? Okay. What would you say? Nothing. All right, guys, and break. I'm here with Paul Black. Paul, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. It's been about maybe two years since we last time ta- last time we talked here. Um, and you're an author of a series of books. Can you tell me about the series? Yeah, the series has been out for a couple of years now, and the uh, uh, it's a three book series. It's about a guy who discovers he has a power that could change the world, and kind of how he deals with it and his destiny and how he fulfills his destiny. And you just came out with a new book, right? Yeah, it's an independent, uh, standalone, kind of a high-tech uh, spy thriller. Okay, the, the pressure, is that, what's, is that what I'm looking at, the presence? The presence, yeah. It'll be in stores uh, December 1st, nationwide. Okay, so tell us, tell us the inside cover. Tell us what it's about, what, you know, so people can get excited sure, about it. Absolutely. It's about uh, an NSA uh, profiler named Sonny Chaco, and he is set a few years in the future, maybe about 10 years in the future. And he discovers something in the net that is kind of an anomaly. And uh, as he digs further into it, he finds this, this uh, person could be very dangerous to not only the United States, but to the world. So, so what do people think about, the, uh, about your first series? It, you know, the sales on it have been great, and the reviews on it have been very good. The, uh, the first series, the Tell series, won um, the Independent Publishers Book Award. And it also uh, won Writer's Digest Book of the Year for Genre Fiction. So, yeah, we're doing real well with it. Oh, that's great. And how about this, uh, uh, the current book right now? How long has it been out? It, hasn't, it actually hasn't hit the shelves yet, but its uh, Kindle version just came out this week. So the, the actual print book's a little behind the Kindle. You know, it's distribution issues, but that's kind of the way it is in retail. Well, you know, that, let, that's very interesting. Let's talk about that, about yeah. the whole ebook and, and being a digital publisher and stuff like that. I mean, your opinion, what do you think about that? I think it's where it's going, to be quite honest. You know, I had a long talk with my agent this year about it, and he feels the same as I do that eventually, probably over 60% of book sales will be all ebooks, either Kindle, Nook, or PDF. 
Yeah, I totally. It just seemed. Yeah, it does. It just makes sense, for, even from a distribution standpoint, because now you're not shipping stuff. You're just you're not producing anything physical. It's just it's just something you can hold and read. The business model for publishers is just too good. You know, the as as printing becomes more you know costly, and as people turn to electronic, it's just a natural fit. And with the with the advent now, the Kindle's been around for a while, but the advent of the iPad and the way Apple gets people excited about hardware i assume that you know it, you can only head as an e-publisher from this point on yeah i mean i think what you'll find more and more is the small publishing uh, uh press houses will go either pod or real minimal run on on litho printing and most of it ebook you know that's where it's headed totally well hey paul it's great to it's great to talk to you how can people uh, uh what's your website yeah they can go to paulblackbooks.com or they can Google me and find me that way. And I'm in all major retailers, both brick and mortar and online. Fantastic. Thanks for your time, man. Thanks, man. Great talking to you again. I'm, I'm here sitting with Matthew. Matthew, how are you? Doing good. How are you doing today? Doing good. So who just walked by? Edward James Olmos. And what did he do? He shook Frank's hand. <laughs> what people pay 20 bucks for? He just came by and shook my hand. He came by and said, oh, my gosh, it is Frank A. Rencon. I've got to shake your hand. And I said, like, yeah, and you're that guy. Weren't you on a show called Chico and the Man? And then he went, no, 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 that was another show. And I said, no, it was Chico and the Man, I'm pretty sure. And he goes, well, I don't care. And then he shook my hand. So that's pretty cool. Yep, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly how it went down. Now, I forget, are you here in town? I am here in town. Oh, okay. So what do you guys got planned? We I asked about dinner, but you guys, have, you guys have, might have plans later? Uh, we do have some plans going out tonight a little bit. You know, got to do some birthday parties, see the family, stuff like that. Yeah, no, I know that too. I actually got invited to a an air quotes pool party tonight, but I think the pool is actually billiards. I wasn't 100% sure on the details. They said, hey, there's a pool party if you want to come. And I said, well, do I bring my swimsuit? And they were like, I don't know. I'll talk to you later. I was like, well, I don't know what to do. I should just show up in Speedos and see what happens. Exactly. But Yeah, but I'm not going to go. So I'm too cool for that. But anyway, well, that guy was kind of cool, man. I just met Edward James almost, man. He was walking down the hall. He looked like he was lost. I should have offered him a hug or something. I don't know. Anyway. So what did you get? What have you gotten today? I have picked up the first three trades of Atomic Robo. Okay. Oh, yeah. Atomic Robo, awesome comic. And the humor in this thing is great. The artwork is phenomenal. It's just one of the best comics that I've read from Red 5. Yeah, I know they're so awesome. How much are they? Is it just uh, are they doing a half price or is it just straight price? Well, what they did is they had the the trades are fifteen bucks a piece, but the guy said if I bought all three of them, I got them for forty bucks. No way, that's a good deal. Okay, yeah, and you're right. Red Five is fun, and Atomic Robo is fun. That first trade, I've read that first trade. It's a lot of fun. And he was telling me too, they have a new trade coming out next week that is. Uh, basically why dr dinosaur hates atomic robo <laughs> so that's finally going to be explained exactly it is going to be explained <laughs> i kind of i kind of like that he d that we don't know that but okay you got to trust them right because they've always done a good job up till now oh, yeah oh yeah the humor in it is in the, the storytelling and everything it's just excellent well cool cool so anything else you're looking for today uh, no that's pretty much it except for uh, i went over and saw my friend ben dunn over at antarctic press um They've got a great movie that they're trying to get funding for, and, you know, it's just always great to see Ben. Okay, what's, uh, tell me a little bit. I'll go talk to him. What's his movie about? Uh, the movie is Warrior Nun Aurelia. It's a story that they've had, or a character that he's had 
for 20 years or so. Yeah, he's he's been writing and drawing the story for uh, 20 years, and it's just about a nun um, that gets into like a, a different part of the church that uh, they go out and battle demons and everything like that. Wow. Okay. What's his name again? Ben Dunn. I'll go. I'll go talk. I've got to talk to one other guy here, but then I'll go talk to him. Antarctic Press is one of the really good uh, indie one or indie companies around. They used to be down in San Antonio. Now they're up here in Dallas. Cool. Okay. Well, thanks for that. Well, Matthew, always good seeing you. Always good seeing your wife. Take care. All right. We'll see you guys there. Bye. Hey, I'm here standing in front of Ben Dunn. Looks like he's he's drawing a little bit now. Ben, I'm not familiar with your work and stuff like that. Uh, first, before we talk about this uh, movie you're trying to get started, t- tell me a little bit about your artwork and stuff. Uh, well, I've been uh, started Antarctic Press in 1985, and I've been still around in existence even today. Uh, uh, I created a character called Warrior Nun in uh, 1996, and uh, currently at the moment uh, we're trying to develop it as a feature film. You know. Okay, yeah, tell me a little. So you have a poster here, kind of a mock-up of a poster. Describe the poster and tell me a little bit about the premise of the movie. Well, it's a large headshot of uh, uh, a nun holding a sword. And uh, uh, it's got the byline of that evil is about to be spanked, you know. <laughs> so, which, is, which is, that's a great line, by the way. It's uh, very tongue-in-cheek. We're trying to try not to take it too seriously. Uh, the producer is Dean English. And he uh, owns a company called Perfect Circle Productions, which is based out of Canada. And uh, right now he's at the Toronto Film Festival trying to drum up the uh, funds to get the movie uh, made, basically. And uh, uh, the guy who's directing it, his name is uh, A.J. Anila. And uh, his previous works include uh, Jane Warrior and Sauna. Oh, okay, yeah. He's based out of Finland. So uh, we're... uh, uh, we're glad to have him aboard as a director. Uh, I saw his work; it's very impressive, and uh, we're hoping that uh, we hopefully can get it off the ground and have it out by next year. Great. Okay. Well, and tell me a little bit about Antarctic Press. It's it's Antarctic Press, right? Yes. Yes, Antarctic Press. Uh, it's based out of San Antonio. Uh, the first book it did was Magazine back in 1985. Uh, it's published all sorts of myriad of books. We have a catalog of probably uh, several thousand. Uh, books available. We we started to uh, uh, we gave the the jump start to a lot of creators like Ivan Bernetti and Terry Moore and Robert De Jesus and Brian Denham and many other uh, creators who've uh, worked for us in the past. You know, now that you've said some of those names, I'm t- I totally got you now. Now I know who you got, and I apologize for that. Anyway, go on. No problem, no problem. Uh, so anyway, we're just trying to do the best we can and uh, uh, considering the market, we've been and our has been doing really well. Uh, we just came back from San Diego. We were, did a really good show there, and right now this is our first time at Comic Con, and uh, hopefully uh, it'll be the first of many. Awesome, great. And so, if guys want to check out your stuff, um, what, what's your web web, web address? All right, it's uh, www.antarctic-press.com. And uh, you can check out our uh, all our current existing titles. And uh, there's a forum there that uh, a lot of the creators go to check out. And uh, uh, well, we always try to answer every question that's posed to us. Ben, thank you so much for your time, and keep on drawing, okay? Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> Hi, Robert. So Gene Bob says I should talk to you. So, uh, so tell me about your comic here. Yeah, the Eyewitness series is uh, my attempt at uh, 
bringing the word into the world of comics and graphic novels. And uh, it's a, a very unique property in that it, it combines a modern-day kind of action-adventure story of uh, a forensic archaeologist and uh, an adaptation of uh, kind of the birth of the Christian faith from the Passion Week through the Book of Acts, which I think is one of the, the earliest and greatest action-adventure stories ever written. <laughs> okay, so what inspired you to kind of take this route? I mean, to, to take, take biblical stories and make them into comic books. Well, in a nutshell, I, I did some comic work back in the 90s, a, a series called Template and an anthology called No Justice, No Peace. And I had actually left the business in 98 and pursued other business opportunities. And, uh, and within a year of that, I, I became a, a born-again Christian and had, had constantly prayed to kind of find my way in this world because I basically felt like a lot of people hitting 40, hey, I'd kind of lost my way and what happened in the last 20 years and what I accomplished. And within about a year of that time, I was inspired by sitting in a, a Bible study that was called Did Jesus Really Die on the Cross, given by a medical doctor. And it presented historical and archaeological facts to back up the biblical presentation. And it's like, wow, somebody needs to present this in a way that more young people can see it, like in a comic and graphic novel series. But at the time, I wasn't in the industry anymore, so I was like, it's not going to be me, but somebody should really do this. But the idea wouldn't leave me. And for the next two years, it kept gestating in my head and kept growing and the idea of pairing the biblical narrative with a modern-day story kind of got sparked and kept growing. And then finally in 2002, I, I just I, I, I had to kindly, finally admit, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And, and I was drawn back into the, the field of comics to present this story. Uh, and originally it was just the, the passion story. And one book became three books, which eventually became four, as I had to, I felt compelled to tell the whole story, not just like the crucifixion and Jesus died, the end. I, I presented the whole story of how it all started in the, the first really uh, 50 years of the faith and how it spread throughout the Roman Empire. And, and the, the modern day story just kept growing in leaps and bounds alongside of it. So, Now, how's the, uh, how has reception been to it? I mean, I imagine, you know, sometimes it seems like religion can be a hard sell on these things. Is, is it going well? Yeah, it's, it's tough. And, and, and I started, the first book came out in 2004. So basically, I've been working at this now for about eight years. And when I first started going to comic conventions, especially, you know, people look at me waiting for me to, like, pull the Bible out of my pocket and, and yell, repent ye sinners, the end is near. But, you know, that's not really what it's all about. It's just um, my witness is just sharing the word in a way that people maybe might be interested in reading it. And as the years have went by, it's, it's been better and better reception at, at conventions. As more and more people like myself, indie and small press publishers, they're doing different works that are inspired either by the gospel or their desire to share it or, or something of those lines. And... Uh, and shows like this, you know, it's just, it's just been tremendous now how people that have seen me either last year here or two years ago or three years or four years ago at WizardCon now see me and go, oh, have you got the next chapter done? Oh, awesome. Okay. And so uh, it's, it's became, in, in since I started this in 2004, it's more accepted now in venues like comic conventions and things like that, that, hey, you can have this. And, 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 and the fear now is that, you know, they're not, people aren't coming in here to, to evangelize. They're just sharing a good story. Now, um, being an independent artist, being an independent comic book, what are some of the, or independent producer, what are some of the struggles you have with that? Well, it's like any indie artist, you know, no matter what the book is, whether it's a superhero or a zombie book, 
or independent movie producer or filmmaker, it's, it's trying to get the shelf space. Because I sell a lot of books in personal appearances. I sell a lot of books through our website and Amazon and such. And I do have the books in like all the, the online catalogs for Barnes & Noble, Borders, Family Christian, you name it, Walmart. Uh, if, if, if somebody sells a book, they sell my books. But uh, very few of those places actually carry it. And, uh, and it's a lesson learned for the, the guys out there that want to go into this is that uh, it's, it's a tough road to hoe, and especially even with Diamond, who's basically the monopoly of distributors for the comic world, they got to feel that they're going to make $2,500 off of your title minimum or they're not going to carry it. And that's not selling 2500s that's they have to make 2500 So it's tough for indie creators now, much tougher than it was, say, 10 years ago. And because Diamond stopped carrying a lot of that stuff, a lot of, a lot of retailers aren't carrying indie, indie products now. So it's made it that indie people or self-publishers, really the Internet and creating web comics and starting from there and building your, your fan base kind of at a, at a ground level and guerrilla marketing strategy is the way really to get started nowadays because otherwise you've got to go you know, store to store and promote yourself to really get into a lot of stores nowadays if diamonds won't carry your work. Um, what's the most creative way you've, got, you've promoted yourself, <laughs> you know, other than the net and cons and stuff like that? Uh, this summer, actually, given the, the content of my books, I did uh, three different Christian music festivals. Oh, awesome. Okay. Yeah, and that, and that was a totally different world for me. But, like, say I did, a, uh, I did a, a three shows over the course of six weeks, one in Illinois called Cornerstone, one in Minnesota called Sunshine, and then one in Seattle called Creation Northwest. And that was the same week as uh, Comic-Con International this year. And due to my own not knowing Comic-Con's new deadlines, I missed out on having a table at Comic-Con this year, uh, despite the fact that I had eight years' history with them. And I wasn't too happy about that, And because that's usually the best show I do. But this Creation Northwest Festival was the same weekend, so I did that in its place and ended up selling as much there. First time I ever appeared there as I would or as I did last time I was at Comic-Con. And so that was refreshing. And for my kind of books, I didn't have to kind of feel apologetic about the Christian content. It was wonderful. Everyone's like, oh, no, no. Yeah, it's a perfect venue. But the, the, the thing there is, like, all these people that uh, have seen this, oh, man, I didn't know anyone did comics and graphic novels with Christian content. So it kind of showed to me that we're doing a terrible job of marketing to believers out there. Uh, but it was, it was refreshing because I sold a ton of books and, uh, and hopefully got the books in the hands of a lot of people. They're going to share them with their unbelieving friends. Well, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for your time, Robert. appreciate it, and good luck, man. Oh, it was my pleasure. Okay. Here we are. It's a post-con Saturday. We're at Twisted Root, which is a burger place here in Dallas. Let's do a roll call as to who we have here. I'll start right here on my left. Hi, uh, this is Hong. Dennis. Indiana Jones. Dwight Shoot. <laughs> Dwight Shoot, and I was El Guapo. Dwight Shoot. Yeah. We um, over here at uh, what's the name of this place? Twisted Root. They give you a celebrity's name with your burger, so I was El Guapo. Here you go. I went to, I went to high sensitivity, so it'll be a little easier now. So, guys, what'd you think of the first day? Can't hear you. What'd you say? What'd you think of the first day? It was very crowded again for that for that little place. You know, I think it's time they graduate back to the Plano Center. A lot of um, Dr. Drake. I'm sorry. Um, um, 
Dre? Uh, yeah, they just said Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre's in the house. Uh, Junebug made a very good observation. Do you remember what you said um, when we were looking at comic books about uh, concerning the female population there? Oh, yeah. I, I, I think what I did say was that um, I've never seen a, uh, so many females with not accompanied by males purchasing comic books. They were browsing through and purchasing comic books on their own. Why do you think Frank goes to these things? <laughs> Which I did, I did get shut down. I asked a girl out. I asked Doctor uh, the 11th Doctor Who. And she was like, oh, thank you. That's so sweet. But I'm kind of seeing someone right now. Really? It doesn't look like it to me. Ah, he's invisible, you know. You need to go away. Where's Bill? Bill is not going to make it. You know, sometimes I wish that would happen when we do a show. He can't do that because it's at his house. We don't have to record at his house. We can go somewhere else and actually get a word in edgewise. I predict that will happen soon. I predict there will be a show where we get to talk, Brad, somewhere in the near future. I don't know, man. Who knows? Maybe we need to demote him. So what did you? Uh, so so what were the big buys you guys got, Brad? We'll start with you. Well, I got the Tim the Enchanter 12-inch action figure from uh, uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, which is awesome. Yes, it was. Uh, it, on- it had only been displayed, so all the pieces were there. It wasn't. I mean, it was in a box, but it wasn't like unopened. But still, and it was only 15 bucks for that. So I couldn't pass that up, and uh, I got I got a Dharma logo patch that I'm gonna. And, and what are you gonna put on? I'm gonna put on the back of, of a winter jacket, like a. It, it's made out of canvas. It kind of looks '70s. I think it would be perfect for it's that. Khaki. It's khaki. Yes, it's khaki. Yes. So I'm very happy about that. Anything else? Uh, I found some 50 cent books. I decided I was going to start collecting Peter David's Incredible Hulk run. I'd put that off because it's 12 years worth of comics, but I figured I'm just, I finished his Aquaman run and I'm very extremely close to finishing Supergirl and his Captain Marvel, so I figured what else am I going to collect? So You did, uh, you did get me, I only bought two comic books at this thing and they weren't, they weren't novels, graphic novels. <laughs> Uh, I'll wait till Brad gets back. Hung, what'd you get? <laughs> Hung, what'd you get? You know, I'm not a real avid collector or a fan, but I usually pick something up that interests me. Like but that. nothing today? You know, I, I try to browse, but man, there was a lot of people with a lot of bad BO. I just couldn't stay in one spot long enough to find something interesting, so I had to constantly move around, and finally it just chased me off, so... The, the B.O. level, you are totally right, was like through the roof. Like everybody showed up and didn't take a shower or something. But I, I went back a couple of times and I just didn't find anything that interested me. So I was hoping to find something. Just did it. And Dennis Pooh, what did you get? I got, a, I got a power pack number one, issue number one. And uh, for, jo- for June Brigman to sign, since she was a featured artist there. And I also bought a uh, Wonder Woman pinup page from her. That's very awesome. How much was that pinup page? What? Or would you rather not say? That was a hundred bucks, but it um, it's very nice. <laughs> okay, well that's not bad, especially for a pinup page. That's nice, actually. No, it's, it's very nice. Yeah. And June, what did you get? 
I uh, picked up um, the, I think, three out of four books called the Eyewitness series by uh, Bob Lucky. And, um, and um, he was nice enough to actually offer me a trade, and I was, you know, I was going to actually, I wanted to make sure and help out because it's independently published. So I picked up some of that. Um, then uh, Brad was an um, uh, early bird uh, and got the worm for me of the two books that I was looking for, and he did manage to, uh, you know, wrangle a deal for it. And it was the uh, Iron Man. Iron Fist. No, it was the Iron Fist. You're absolutely right. Um, is it the Immortal Iron Fist? Immortal Iron Fist, hardcovers. Hardcovers, uh, volumes three and, three and four. And, uh, they, you know, he basically talked him down into uh, $20 for both books. It was $22.50. He let it slide for 20 I like how Brad says that. Yeah, kind of worked a deal there. I thought you said it was like 25 bucks. I was never good at math. <laughs> it was a higher number, now it's a lower number. Just take it. <laughs> Well, I was really impressed, but now I'm like $2.50 less impressed than I was a while ago. <laughs> I did you a favor. I could have just left sure him did. there. No, that was excellent. Let's see. All I got was, and this was thanks to Brad, I got the Who's Who of Star Trek, the comic book series, which I'm very excited because I love Who's Who. And I got uh, issue seven of Power Girl because Dennis Pooh talked me into it. I stopped reading Power Girl around issue six. That's about when I lost my job, so I started cutting. I started cutting, uh, cutting back, and and Dennis was like, "Oh, you got to finish. You got to read it up till at least issue twelve because it's really funny." So uh, that was the only Power Girl I was able to find. So, so I really didn't get much at all. Yeah, I um, I, I had to rein myself in, obviously, because you know being unemployed kind of puts a hamper on buying stuff. <laughs> But, you know, it's good for me, right? Right. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, what makes you happy, you know? I, I can't even hear the last thing you just said. You know, whatever makes you happy. You know what that looks like from here is a blue cheese sundae. It actually is a blue cheese <laughs> It's actually cookie dough. Uh, that sounds a lot better than the blue cheese sundae. brought us some toy surprises. Oh yeah, Dennis, what did you bring us? So you guys need to pick one. We're going to open one and see what we all got. Yeah, I had some, uh, I, had a, I had a case of these mini transformers that I bought a few years ago. And uh, I already have a, um, I already opened up enough to have a complete set. So here I just try to love, you know. He gave, he gave me one at the at the show, and I opened it. It was an airplane. I don't know the name of the of the transformer. Do you know the name? Plano. Can't you read that? No. Wrong agent. <laughs> it all looks the same to me. Same here. Seriously, do you know what language it is by looking at it? Japanese. I know it's Japanese. It's Japanese. Now, what are you? Are you Korean? Chinese. Chinese? Yeah. And you're both, are, you're not, you're Mexican. You're Korean. Korean. And JB's Korean. Sometimes Cambodian. Cambodian? Depends on who you meet. Koreans think I'm Cambodian and the Cambodians think I'm Korean. So. Oh, yeah? I was yeah, always... Korean friends think I'm Korean. <laughs> I don't know. That's no, just you what they Korean. say. You do. Oh, okay. I was, uh, when I was growing up, everybody thought I was Puerto Rican. 
I guess I tanned easily or something. What did people think you were? Uh, I got Asian, believe it or not, and um, Indian, which being, being, I'm actually Hispanic, which is half white, half, half Mexican, so I'm Pan-American is what I am. I like that. Um, <clears throat> here's a funny story about Edward James Olmos. He was there. We were just standing down in front of some guy's booth walking, and he just kind of walks around the corner, and we make eye contact, me and him. And he kind of raises his eyebrows, and I look at him, and I go, hey, just kind of, just a wave. And he goes, hey, and he walks by, and we shake hands, and he just keeps on walking. But the exchange was just like, he knew me. Like, he was just like, hey, I'm hey, what's up? one of his own. <laughs> I guess that's what it was. I don't know, but it was just... I mean, you guys were there. That exchange was really weird. Didn't he actually point at you and go, hey, aren't you El Guapo? Actually, yeah, he did. He went, El, El Guapo? <laughs> you sure it wasn't the other guy that looked just like him that she came to the show? <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome if it wasn't even him? It was just some look-alike. Did you see that guy? Yeah, yeah. There were actually two Edward James almost looks like. like him. He was holding his uniform up. And some guy said, you need to take a picture with him because that's where I'm here. Right here? Yeah. We saw him at, at one of the last little shows we went to. And I think even you pointed him out and said, that guy looks like Edward James almost. In fact, uh, I think uh, almost uh, was outside smoking and said that he had, he had his uh, double doing all the signing that day. Wow. Yes. Half price? If it was half price, I would have done it. Stun double for a con. Yeah. So what do you got there, Junebug? Oh, I just thought I uh, since I had a sketch for Bill, who conveniently didn't show up to pick it up today. Yeah, how dare his daughter get 102 fever today? <laughs> Look, I heard of all those bad excuses. My dog ate homework. My daughter would, you know, running high fever. Come on. I've got cancer. It ain't, it ain't dangerous until it has 1.6 something. 106 of them. So. He tries so hard to speak American the right way, but he's, he just his tongue gets all tied. So what do you have, what do you have for Bill? Uh, this is a sketch I did for uh, Bill last night. It's, um, it's a legionnaire. Which, uh, which one? Tell us. I started drawing. This is, this is radio. It's not TV now. I mean, I can hold the microphone up to it. Frank, can you see this picture I'm on? I can see it, yes. All right. So, whether it's radio or not, at least you can see it, right? But Frank, thank you. Anyway, this is a le legionnaire. I was uh, beginning to sketch. Uh, I asked uh, uh, Brad what, uh, what his favorite uh, comic book stuff was, and uh, he said that uh, it was a legionnaire. Around 10.30 last night, I didn't feel like... I started sketching like four or five characters, and I said, screw it. <laughs> and I ended up basically choosing one person that I thought would be appropriate for him. And so I chose, uh, chose uh, Dawnstar. And that's the perfect one because that's easily one of his favorites. What? That's a little bit hamburger grease. I'm sorry. Is that you? Don't look at me. I haven't touched that. Jim Bob. Uh, he drove in last night and he went straight to Hong's house. And... Uh, he calls me and he goes, dude, and he's laughing. You know how he laughs? He goes, Hong, why laugh, Brad? Show us. 
That's pretty good. I know. <laughs> I have to admit. He, he goes. Only uh, thing missing is that uh, that sesame seed uh, character with the big old that helmet on it. What's his name? The blue one. First of all, you said sesame seed, not sesame, sesame street. street. Okay. Sesame so second of all, fun. that's yeah. what threw me off. I'm like, what is that's sesame seed? That's the Asian seed? version of the sesame oh, okay. street. Anyway, he calls me last night. We had talked. I was in Denton watching my daughter dance, and so I was driving home. I had a half-hour, 40-minute drive. I'm on the phone with, with June. I got home. I said, all right, man, i got to go. I'm home. So he calls me about 10 minutes later, and he goes, dude, Hong just called me when he touched down somewhere on his way home from Alaska, and he said, could I... Would I please turn the security camera off? Because he's getting an email every 30 seconds saying that somebody's in his in his apartment. It's funny. I mean, you have a nice apartment. <laughs> it's a house. Oh, a house. He said apartment. I don't know what he was talking about. I said a house. Okay, I forgot. American thing. Yeah, it's my American. I just think it's funny that you were getting. I just think it's funny that you were getting emails letting you know there was activity in your house without you being there. So what do they eat? Are the emails like someone is making a sandwich, someone is using the commode, someone is changing your TiVo? Uh, someone's streaking. <laughs> it, just, it just sends me a, an image. <laughs> okay. We're about to see images of June Bob. I got comfortable, but I didn't get that comfortable, okay? Is he walking These pants are so binding. Ugh. Is he walking around in his tidy whities or his Superman his Superman undies? He did it most of it. He didn't delete all of it, I don't think. I love these. Uh, right now, there's a commercial for the uh, Proform. I love this thing. Look at it. I'm not going to make it back tomorrow to the show. I'll give it to him. I want you to be hard. Dennis Poo is coming around to take think, check things out. That's just doodles and sketches. That's Ursula Walker. Yeah, that's a doodle. That is a doodle. That's me going fast. So. Your doodles look like... That's all I did with my hands. I don't know doodle. <laughs> that's doodle. It's watercolor or? Uh... No, that's just, uh, that's ink. It's, it's primarily brushed. All these things are just done with this one brush. Oh, okay. And then uh, a different brush for the, uh, the background feeling. Cool. He's bragging. June Bob, can you draw me a picture of watermelon, uh, of water, what, watermelon? Wonder Woman eating a hamburger? Yeah, draw a picture of a watermelon eating a hamburger. Yeah. yeah, there you go. And you're talking about my American? Yeah, I know. I, sh I should include Frank. Exactly. El Guapo. Dennis, you doing that over there? Doing what? Are you through with that? Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys, nobody made a comment on this. I posted this on my website. I wasn't sure what it was. Let's see. It's, um, it's a sequential panel. It looks like there's two bugs in a glass, then a spaceship heading towards a city. Then I don't know what's going on there, and then a hand holding circle of death. I don't get this. I don't get it. Can you? I mean, honestly. Common response. So, it's in Korean. <laughs> yeah. So. Put your Korean hat on. Read it again. So two bugs in a glass. Yeah, thank you, sir. 
he goes yeah. left to right. The, okay, then why is the title down there? It makes you want to look at it this way. Yeah, that's how I was looking at it. Left to right. And then substitute the word dope with the, uh, the Homer's dope with the, uh, with the exclamation point. Okay. And then it will make a little more sense. Okay. So, dope. Two bugs in a glass. Then it looks like a... It's a magnifying glass. Okay. Okay, yeah, the bugs are getting burned by the magnifying glass. Okay, got it. Now there's a bomb headed towards a city. Oh, crap. Okay. Then there's like a, a laser gun headed towards Earth, and everyone on Earth is going, oh, crap. And then, like, I guess they're so small that they're like atomic things in a Sunday. That's like a space, one milkshake. Milky Way shake. Oh, there I go. Now I got it. I, it just needed clarification, that's all. Thank you. <laughs> oh, there we go. Here's a picture of June Bob. Let's see. Breaking into Hall's house. It looks like he's looking in the fridge in this picture. <laughs> Look at there he is in, looking in the refrigerator. Yeah. Do I have my hand in my pants like Al Bundy? <laughs> I didn't even think seconds about it until after I, you know, turned it off and I was, Hong was showing me some of the pictures and I was, you know, you just think about this, right? You don't, when you don't think you're being filmed, you, you know, you just yourself and then... Look, he's right there, he's looking in your fridge. Now, what? What did I get? It looks like you're looking for a snack. I was not. I was putting my stuff in it. So what was what was in the fridge this morning? Was there was there something in it? Noodles uh, and fried dog. I didn't, I didn't even look. I just I put halibut. You got a hamburger with cheddar cheese and a fried rice. Please come up here. What did he say with a cheeseburger with fried rice? I think he said fried rice. He said fried eye. Tom Sawyer, come with me. Tom Sawyer. Fried uh, cheeseburger with fried rice? No, tell him Sawyer, come get your meat. <laughs> I missed that part. Tom Sawyer, get your meat! You see, he's totally taking something there. Wouldn't it be funny if like, the vacuum cleaner comes out and then you see him vacuuming and then he's like, he's painting a wall. He's like, what? What are you doing in my house, June Bob? Next time I know I'm in someone's house there's a camera, I gotta have fun with that and just start, you know, like moving furniture around or. Sheriff of Nottingham. I try to envision it and then I kind of lay it out in, okay. in a rough, so you in a skeleton form. Are you monitoring? Is this coming out okay? Yeah. yeah. All right. Computer or wood model? No. No, he's really gonna be pissed. I don't have I don't have time for it. Honestly. This idea was the burger place. Is this your idea? This was my idea. I, I like my burger. It's it was very good. Um, there's a the place that I was thinking about is called Bordeaux's and it's right up over here. Yeah, I saw that when I yeah, when I awkward. drove by it. Here, I mean, it just doesn't look like that. Or they practice like one pose. No, I see tons know? of awkwardness in my like this pose. I'm after I drew it, I'm not. You know, I think I quickly rendered it, started rendering it too much. I don't like it. I think it's a little stiff and she's standing a little too you know too far apart for somebody you know for a female. Well, what's know? what's funny is that this it's is how, if, if you were actually you know shooting a model right this is you know this is be one of the poses they would actually 
Because they, they can't I be so. that dynamic in real life. You know the what I mean? The bracelet idea is awesome. Thank you. Did you see, did you see the bracelet idea? Actually, June Bob, since this is radio, describe it, what, what that is, what we're looking at. Well, everyone should look on the forums. All this stuff is on his forum, is on the forum under a um, thread for the Wonder Woman redesign. Everyone should check that out. It's also available on my website, too. So, just describe what, describe the bracelets, your idea for the bracelets. Uh, it's basically... Um, I put the uh, W symbol, half of the W symbols towards the uh, the bottom of a person's uh, hand would be, arm would be, so that um, when she puts the uh, her clasp or fist, you, you know, fist to fist, bottom of their fist together, that the the uh, the bracelets coming together would actually form the full W. And then on my color rendering, I went ahead and made it where it would basically shine and illuminate when she does that. Your coloring is getting better. Thank you. It's getting better. I don't plan on doing that too much if I don't have to. I can tell the difference. It's uh, not that it was horrible, but it, it just looks like you have experience doing it. So when, do you, when are you going to actually submit to, to Marvel? Uh, it's This is part of the plan where I'm not doing as much of the traveling. To I've kind of limited to all my con travels if, as much as possible because... I am trying my absolute utmost best to go ahead and save up as much money as I can and actually go to a show where they have uh, submissions, where one of the big, you know, either one of the big two would be there, but, um, and I just had this conversation with Steve too, but we're... Steve who? Steve Bryant, the uh, co you know, collaborator on the uh, Cypher book, uh, the... Uh, and it used to be called Ursula Wilde. And uh, on that book, we're, we feel very, very uh, confident about the, uh, the, you know, where the story is going on Cypher. And uh, I'm doing all I can right now to concentrate until I can get to a bigger con where they actually have submission procedures. Most of the cons have been... you to go to a con to do that? Pretty much. Wow. If you don't... There's so... Even at a con... They have so much uh, submissions that are being, you know, given to so them. You, use your GeekSpeak uh, uh, contacts. No comment. Nate, drop some names. Drop some names. No comment. Anyway, and so... Uh, drop our names. Hey, uh, there's this guy. I know Bill McGonnell. Tina, come get your food. <laughs> Straight out of Napoleon Dynamite. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. Tina, come get some ham. Jeez. Idiot! <laughs> and so, basically, you know, that we're, uh, we're really concentrating on that, and, you know, as much time as available, I'm trying to get that thing wrapped up. So, so next time you go to Com, drop some names. Just go, hey, I know Bill McGonnell, half hour wasted. I'm just saying, you know, he's a personal friend. And if I meet a female editor, I'll drop your name. Now, you may not want to do that because she'll go, oh, that guy, is he still around? broke my heart 10 years ago. (laughs) Yeah, I understand, Frank. That wouldn't work out for my benefit, right? (laughs) Wait a minute. You know Frank Rincon? Back of the line. Back of the line. That guy, he stole all my Aerosmith CDs. That son of a... Yeah. So, yeah, we're really excited about that book. And um, the... When's it coming out? Um, issue two is being worked on right now. Where's um, issue one? Issue one it has been finished. It has not been colored yet. Um, I'll color it if it'll speed up the process. Hey. I got crayons. I got colored pencils left over from grade school. 
I mean, how hard could it be, right? Black, yellow, black, yellow, black, you know, it's done. Stay inside the line. Sun is yellow. Grass is green. Water is blue. In fact, I'll go back and I'll even number them for you so you can color that by number. That would be great. Just give me a page every week. We're good. <laughs> yeah. Page a week. All right. Hey, all the listeners, look forward to uh, Brad's submission of colors on the cipher. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to your website, I'm going to get a pencil drawing, and I'm going to color it. Okay. Absolutely. We'll, let's do that. It'll probably be more like a flat, but I'll... In fact, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to upload this thing, and your first coloring will be on the Dawn Star. On Bill's... On Bill's Dawn Star. Dude, it's real easy, Brad. You go to Photoshop, magic wand, pour the paint on it, you're done. Don't, don't you say? Down. You go to Photoshop, put the magic wand in there, pour the paint on it, you're done. That's easy. Magic wand flat. That's how people flat, right? I guess. That's I don't know. In fact, the Photoshop has gotten so advanced now, you just click a button and then like it does it. Too. I knew it. I know. This is what I'm saying. Give me the pages. We'll get this book. It's like a plug-in, right? <laughs> File, color page. Colors. Yeah. File, color, Superman, character, Superman, yeah, color. Exactly. <laughs> That's pretty. It's, it's got uh, in the drop-down menu. It's got famous colorist names, so you can color the page in that style. Yeah. Corey Hollowell, uh, yeah. Laura Martin, <laughs> Dean White, you know whatever. Brian Mead from uh, yeah. you know Brian high Miller. five color. Yeah, Brian, Brian color. So yeah. Brad Milo should be one here. If you want to flat it, you just say Brad Milo. It's coming. It's coming. That'd be awesome. New career launching for you right here. Yeah. And Dennis, you know, what, you want to yeah. start becoming a letterer? Oh, you seen my, have you seen my handwriting? That would, that would make it awesome. No, it's just a mouse click away, Dennis. Yeah, you, you just put enter, enter. It's just a copy-paste. You just copy-paste it. That's all you got to do. Hey, I found a, a program that, where you can create your own font. Yeah. Now you just write whatever you want to be a D, and then that just captures that. And you know, Stephanie's got much better handwriting. She could do it. Yeah, it's great. I don't know, man. There's some fonts out there. That's what I would have to do. There's some fonts that. Oh, that's mine. Oh, I just got a wonderful present from June Bob. Thank you, a Wonder Woman. Wow, I'm gonna put this on eBay tonight. Thank you, June Bob. That's really cool. I gave you a present. Did you bring everybody a present? Yes, I did. You did. Can you put glasses on her? Lisa Love glasses. Yeah, put some Lisa Love glasses on. I already did that for you. I know. I have it. I love it. It's it's hanging on the the ceiling in his bedroom. There you go. That's for you. Is this really? Oh man, that's awesome. Who'd you get, Ursula Wild? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's very nice. Her blouse needs to be a little lower cut. Huh? Her blouse needs to be a little lower cut. No, no, no. It's nice. It's very nice. It's too classy for me. I don't understand that, so... No, this is really... Give that the hunk. That's the, that's the American... You know what? I'm going to color this. I'm going to get my color pencils out tonight. <laughs> uh, the color version's already on my website. Oh, well, then I'll just color something else. I'll color Dawn, Dawn Star. Yeah, don't re-upload my stuff and then, you know, call So you're door. telling me I should scan this first before I color it? No, I did actually scan it. <laughs> yeah. I, add, just add, make sure Bill likes you uh, coloring, you know, with your color pencil on that and thing. So I'll give him a black and white photocopy and then color on the original? Yes, that absolutely. That's how the actual process works. That's how the pros do it, Brad. Be a pro. In all seriousness, this is awesome. This is very cool. Thank you, June. You're, you're always, you're always, we always get these wonderful gifts. We got we got the, the Transformers from Dennis and these drawings from you. Thank you, guys. You guys are awesome. 
You know what I like about June Bob's females is they look real. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this Wonder Woman looks really good. They don't look like brick houses. Oh, wait. I just saw that Heine. Go back. Go back. Go back one more. Yeah, right there. What's going on there? Oh, I thought the, Oh, never mind. I thought the, Never mind. Okay. Okay. She's fine. Is this Ursula? Yep. Where'd she get the skull? You'll have to read the story to find Man, out. Man, that's a ni- those are nice faces. There's some nice face studies going on. Thank you. I mean, really. Brad's saying he doesn't like your females. Their breasts aren't big enough. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying they're just what they should be. They're, they're perfect. No, it was just some... I took a stab at a, a redesigning uh, Captain America, but I, I, I'm horrible. I, I'll openly admit it. I am horrible at uh, redesigning existing characters, especially iconic characters, because the entire time I'm beginning to... Beginning to draw it, I go. Yeah, that's absolutely that's garbage. What are you talking like, about? I don't, you don't. It doesn't need changing. You know what I'm saying? The entire time I was doing, um, I, I found this uh, pretty cool website called uh, Rooftop Project. This is what Chris Evans is going to end up looking like. You know what I mean? In the movie? Yeah. And they. Yeah, oh. By the way, I a friend of mine who's working with Dr. Pepper. Um, she had to have a meeting with some people who were actually on the set of Captain America at the time th- uh, through a phone conversation. You gonna be able to be- go there? I'm sorry. Are you gonna go there? No, 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 no. The, a friend of mine who works for a completely different company. She worked for Dr Pepper, and um, sorry, they're doing promote. And the company? Is that what she said? I'm sorry. No. <laughs> Not Sergeant Pepper, but. Um, <laughs> But so they, they were doing some presentations for some of the promos they're going to do, Dr. Pepper with Captain America, and they had to talk to some guys who were on the set. So they mentioned a couple things that was happening on the set, but she said she couldn't tell me. But so apparently they're, they're, they're making a little movie about Captain America. It's actually happening. Anyway, you are saying? Redesign. Oh, and that... Uh, rooftop. I, I found Rooftop Project, and they do a constant redesigning of... Uh, they invite, they have invitational and invite other artists and so forth. And I kind of looked at that and I was interested and I started uh, trying my hand at uh, redesigning. Other it was an extremely difficult process. It was like I was fighting myself the entire time because in my mind, it's such an iconic character and she belongs in that current, you know, you thing don't have to thing do that people do. You can just change some of the accents. Well, you know, I did it, but honestly details. speaking, even the one that I kind of did for the. So this is why you always the first one. Rattling all the boxes. Who'd you go? Oh, you got Optimus Prime. Yeah, and you're, and you're, you're rattling the boxes. Any line that I move on to suddenly becomes slower, and they do a price check. <laughs> Anytime I buy like a hygiene product, they do a price check and announce it on the PA system. That's my luck. What was that? He's going to get Megan Fox's left pinky. Oh, the photons. What happened to her thumb? You've never seen that? No, are they are they jacked up? Is there something wrong with it? Just, no, nothing wrong with it. You just do a search for it and figure it out yourself, please. My, my wife has the same thumb. Really? What's wrong with her thumb? Well, then they're just kind of like half. Is it gimpy? That's not the word I would use, but Skylar will be happy. Are you going to pick one more? I'm sorry? Are you going to pick one? I already got I I literally already got one. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is right here. We're talking about Transformers. Oh, guys, um, 
So I heard that uh, that a uh, Paris Hilton got busted for doing cocaine, and all I wanted to know was I thought Paris Hilton was dead. <laughs> I was. I saw that on on Twitter, and uh, I, all I could do was just roll my eyes and go, "What's new?" You know. Well, actually, I was more like, "Is she still around?" Because I thought she. I mean, how old is she now? Twenty. She must be. She's too old. No, I think she's over twenty-one. I mean, but you know, I just don't. Man, I can tell I'm getting old. Because I'm starting to be a curmudgeon about that stuff. Them kids! Stupid kids. Here's the one I got, huh? I have Optimus Prime. That's who I got. Does it say in English on there, Optimus Prime? No. I didn't know he had a code. GTFO6. Can you read Japanese? Very little. I forgot all the characters. I don't know who I got here. Who did I get? Look at that. The Japanese, uh, the Japanese Evo Decepticon police car is a Datsun. Datsun? <laughs> it's a Datsun. It's a Datsun like 280Z or something. That's pretty cool. Here I go. So who is this? I don't know who this. I don't know this character. Surprised they will allow a Japanese car to be a evil character. That's Autobot. National pride and all. Yeah, it's a good car. Maybe it's a crappy car. No, I had, a, I had one of those Datsuns. That's it's, it's, it's a nice car. <laughs> hey, so I wanted to ask about uh, this whole Dallas Con situation. Yep. What situation? I'm, it's starting to feel like it's just not even worth going. Uh, I would argue that, yeah, just because I mean it's kind of the same old, same old at this point. I mean, we're, there were there were maybe two really big areas of comic books, and the rest were toys and merch. I saw. If anything, it's an excuse for us for you know for us to get together, and you know, and that's the main reason. That is the only reason I came up. Yeah, that's I mean, for that's sure. the main reason. You know, I I don't need to spend the money. I don't need half half off trades. But, you know, knowing everybody would be able to get together and hang out. I mean, it's cool, you know, if, if you got extra money to go find... Bless you. To go find some some cool stuff. But, you know, I was I was almost like, well, June Bob's not coming. You know? I see Bill and Frank all the time. And I thought you weren't going, because I thought you said... I wasn't sure it was So... I mean, I guess we'll always go, but it, like the expectations, I don't think should be that high. <laughs> you know, when uh, when I got there this morning with Ashley, Frank, did you want to pick at the other ones? You want to look at the other stuff? Is that what you want? Oh no, I'm just looking for a safe place to put this. That's all. That's a good idea. Did you want to take a look at the other stuff? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'd love to. Anyway, keep going, Brad. When I got to the con with Ashley and uh, her friend this morning, there was two lines out the door. One was a, uh, uh, like a day pass, and then the other was like a two-day pass line. And uh, the line to actually buy the ticket, and they were they were lines for people that already had their tickets. So the line to actually buy tickets was much shorter. So we ambled on up into the front and bought our tickets. And uh, I asked the lady, I said, so what's the deal? She said, all those people out there already have their tickets. Um, and it was 1040. And she said, the priority people are going to be able to be let in at 1045. And I thought, 
there's a really good chance I'll come back tomorrow. It's $10 a day per ticket. The two-day tickets were 20 No savings, but it would let us get in earlier before everybody else. So all we had to do was look busy for five minutes up near that table, and then we were like the fourth, fifth, and sixth people that got in the con. <laughs> really? So, you know, so I've got my two-day pass. I might as well go back tomorrow. If Bill's going to be able to, you know, if he's going to go by tomorrow, I'll, I'll run up there and, and uh, see him. You, you said you're not going to go, June? Yes. I mean, we've basically seen everything that we can. Except for Bill. That is the only thing that, yeah, that would, you know, even come to uh, what if we'll see. I mean, Hong's kind of travel weary. What's that? Hong is kind of travel weary. Oh, yeah. I mean, coming back from uh, deal, but... uh we also have not done our uh, ritual, which is uh, to hit the Korean market and the Korean food and the uh, Korean uh, dining. So we're thinking about coming back to Dallas to do that. So what we might do is that we might come around quitting time where you guys quit, are okay. finishing up, and we'll might even you know meet up with you guys, and you guys might actually come and join us for. Uh, well, I know I could meet y'all for dinner tomorrow night if, if, if maybe Bill would want to. It would be just an early, it's not even dinner, it's not a big engagement, it's actually inside this humongous Korean market, it's called H Supermart, and they have all kinds of uh, food for all you know, different appetites. It's do, not they just let, do they let Americans in there? Yes. In fact, you'll be surprised how many uh, Americans there. And okay. some English people too, like such as yourself. Where is it? Where is it? Uh, home. Um, Where is it? Um, 161 and uh, Old Denton Highway. It's pretty north. 161? George Bush? Yeah, and Old Denton? And Old Denton. That's in Carrollton. That's, yeah, it's in Carrollton. Yeah. That's close. 161 and Old Denton. Okay. It's up in Carrollton by the Lowe's. But they actually have oh, yeah. pictures for yeah. Oh, yeah, I know that whole area. All those pictures of the food that so you want. So you'll know what I'm eating? Yes. So I don't. I won't, probably won't have to end up with something that looks like tentacles or something like no, that? No, it won't be like eating with uh, Bob Lake. No, it, it's going to be, a, it, that whole part has become Asian town, seriously. Really? I yeah. used to work at that Lowe's right there. Huh, where are you going? Standing. Standing. How's your leg feeling? That's why I'm standing. What's wrong with your leg? Go! Yes. <laughs> yes, maybe in retrospect, that wasn't a good idea. Uh, no, it's, it's been hurting all day, so the, the standing and stuff wasn't possibly the best idea, but oh well. Did you notice Captain America's shield has a pentagram on it? Upside down star? Well, that's because he doesn't like America. That A actually stands for awesome. Of course it does. It's upside down. Wait a second. Oh, there it is. It's fine now. <laughs> June Bob, you're working on something. What do you got there? Sir? What are you working on? Uh, I just, since we were just sitting here just talking, I'm. I started just doodling, and I guess it's kind of turning into a Spider-Man. Draw a picture of Wonder Woman eating a hamburger. Yeah, Wonder Woman eating a hamburger. <laughs> Can you sketch a hamburger? Can you put a hamburger in her mouth? Yeah, put a hamburger. I will draw Spider-Man in the hamburger. <laughs> That'll be good. 
Yeah, but Spider-Man would eat a hamburger. I mean, Wonder Woman. Am I right? Spider-Man would eat a hamburger. But make sure Spider-Man's mask is still pulled down. Make sure his, his mask is still pulled down so he's, like, shoving it in and it won't go. And there's a question mark, like... What the... Oh, my mask. Question mark, exclamation question mark. I think uh, the Dallas Con situation, I think they need to have one less a year than they already do. Because, you know, they have two what they call Dallas Cons. They have one sci-fi con. And then now they have one star? Well, yeah. Star? They've been having a Star Wars fan days, and this year it's going to be Star Trek fan days. And that one's at Plano. That was at the the bigger place. But that's where you used to work, right? Yeah. I mean, that Plano place is much bigger than... Compared to the Richardson, yeah. I mean, it's got to be at least twice as big. And it, it was uh, it was starting to smell like a gymnasium in there today. Oh, it was ridiculous. Yeah, Hung was uh, Hung was offended many times over by the BO, correct? Yeah. What was that? You were you were offended by the BO a lot. I mean, uh, I don't know if it was me though. <laughs> you know. Well, no, but people around you. Funny how yeah. me. I don't know what <laughs> that says, no, it, but. It was, it was rough standing there trying to browse through stuff, and you get close. To, you know how you go through, and you you get close to somebody next to you, and you go, and you start getting farther away. Another guy starts coming at you. You kind of walk out of the way, let him pass, and come back. Man, it was getting rough. Yeah, it was. I don't know if there wasn't 105 outside. It could have been much worse. Customers. He's still eating. I'm drinking some of my beverages on the table. I don't understand the lack of general hygiene, you know, and, and why why that's such a big deal for people. And yeah, this is a stereotypical cliche discussion to have about comic book conventions, but still, why can't you take a shower? You know? Oh, I know. Nobody here stays. But, you know, you know what's amazing is with the guy in the Captain Planet. Did you see the guy in the Captain Planet costume? No, I. You're lucky because you could smell him before you saw him. Oh man, that's terrible. The Earth is a stinky place. Yeah. He's absorbing all the toxins and stuff, so that's why he stinks. You know, I'm, I'm just a visitor. Compared to last year, there's so much more people, and the group was so diverse. It, it looks like it's going kind of mainstream. Yeah. And then for it to smell this bad, I'm going, those people are going to show up next year. They're going to go, I don't want to go back to that stinky place. Yeah, I meant to, in fact, if I go back tomorrow, not if, I will, but I'm going to find the guy who runs it and say, I think it's time, buddy. Or was that? start giving out deodorant. Was that space open the whole way? I think it was, actually. I I mean, I think the only reason he probably, it always comes down to economics and whether a hall is available or not. I mean, there's a lot of scheduling. You know, maybe Plano wasn't available, and this was the week that Edward could come down. And, you know, sometimes it's just just that scheduling. Well, now that I think about it, I, I remember talking to him about it before, and he said something about, you know, having a contract with the Richardson Center because Plano wasn't available, and maybe it's just part of me hoping, but I think I remember him saying that, yeah, he'd much rather have it at the Plano place. You want to pause? No, let's finish this thought. Okay. 
So who knows? Maybe soon it, it will be at the. I, I'm hoping because you know, at at this point, I don't feel like going back in four months' time to smell a bunch of people. I can go to Twenty Four Hour Fitness and do that. But my thing is just the lack of variety. It just, it just seems like there's always the same stuff there. Well, it's the same vendors. It's the same booths. I mean, you know, I went through a, a, several long boxes today of comics, and I I was like, this all seems very familiar. Like, the, the order in which they were, and, and you know, yeah. then I saw the guy at the booth, and I realized I went through that guy's booth, you know, six months ago at this yeah. con. They brought it out. It's like they, it's undisturbed. They put it in somewhere, brought it right back out. That's what it looks like. I think there were less, there were less publication type material, less printed material, more toys. Yeah, there was. I think there was tons of toys. There's a, yeah, there was. There's always two that I remember. Two booths that have action figures, and I recognize the guys. In fact, one of them recognized me, and he said hi. There's always that one, and then another one that are always there. But I swear there was probably four or five this time instead of just the two. I usually I usually go home with one or two books, right? I just didn't find anything that interested me. So. Plus, I don't know what I'm looking for. But... If you don't read comics regularly, you know what do you do when you go to these places? I just look for something interesting, you know, something new or something that just looks interesting, something I want to read. Everybody has stories and fantasies that they like. So. You didn't find that predator trade, did you? I was looking for something more science fiction, outer space type stuff. I just didn't find anything. Are you a Star Wars fan? I would say I'm a Star Wars fan, but not. I don't know everything about it. Have you read any of the expanded universe novels or any of that? Would you be willing to? Well, I've kind of browsed through some of it. It didn't really interest me. Well, I tell you what, you should read. If you only give one, if you only give one story a try, it should be the Timothy Zahn trilogy. Is that, is that what you? Thank you. The Timothy Zahn trilogy, did, did, were you guys talking about that earlier? The Star Wars? I've never read any of the Star Wars novels. The, the, the Timothy Zahn trilogy, the first book is called Heir to the Empire, and it takes place five years after Return of the Jedi. And uh, it's three books, and it, it, it's what started the whole uh, expanded universe idea. And, and, you know, it, it came first before any of the comics even did. So uh, it's it's the first ones that were published, and it's my favorite out of all of them. There's some that are very good, but I swear when you read these books, you can hear the music. You know, so and it, it's familiar books. Yeah, they're novels. Timothy Zahn, Heir to the Empire, and Z A H N. Um, I'll call it up on my on my phone and, and show you a picture. But if you're if you're hankering for some good science fiction and you know familiar science fiction, there's really no reason why you shouldn't read this Timothy Zahn trilogy because it's just that good. It's the, it should have been the next movies instead of the prequels. They should have just made those movies, those books and the movies. It would have been perfect. You never read them, Dennis? You should read them. They're just awesome. They're just awesome.
Here, let me get this Captain America sketch, and I'll just write the names of the, <laughs> of the novels on it. Here, use, use ketchup. Ketchup? Hey, guys, um, if it's okay, I'd like to wrap up. Yeah. I just, uh, I think I need to get going. I think my foot is has had enough. I've been hey. So, uh, maybe you and Bill can record tomorrow. Yeah, if, if we're around tomorrow, we'll, I'm sure we'll record something. I'm actually, uh, call me tomorrow if you guys do dinner. I'm actually, tomorrow's my date night with that girl, so we'll see if, but she hasn't called me back, so I may not have a date. It depends if she doesn't call me or not. Yeah, we'll call you. We'll let you know. Well, guys, it, it was a pleasure. Um, Hong, always a pleasure. Dennis Pooh, always a pleasure. Your drawing. And Brad, take care. Okay, man, we'll see you soon. All right, take care, guys. Bye. Okay. Okay. It's Sunday, and uh, Brad came back Sunday. to Brad came back to the show, and Bill's here. You have, uh, had a sick kid yesterday. I did. Um, it was uh, Saturday, bloody Saturday for me. Was there so actual blood YouTube involved? Reference. No, there wasn't any. Okay, but I wanted to use the Sunday Bloody Sunday reference really badly, and I uh, had no idea how to shoehorn it in. So. Well, I'll punch you in the nose, and you okay. start bleeding, and then Ow. we got Sunday Bloody Sunday. Ow. It's, it kind of has been because I bought a lot of comics that uh, I don't really need so far. Yeah. Which I guess is kind of the point of coming to one of these things. Of course it is. Yes. 25 cents? 50 cents, man? Yeah. Well, and I found, um, I did find some good legions. Yes, I've got, uh, um, I placed an order and um, uh, for the last three legion uh, issues I needed from the post, uh, uh, no, for the Baxter run, sorry. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, needed three Legion issues in the backs to run. Ordered one of them for eight, one of them for four, another one for like three and a half or four, and then I saw one of them for 25 cents today. Oh. So don't you know that's going to happen to you? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's going to hurt. But I, I immediately think, because there was a big run, and I immediately thought, oh man, they're going to have like issues 37, 38 too. Can you cancel part of that order? Nah, uh, probably not. I placed it like a week ago, and it's supposed to take six days, and they'll show up at uh, Lone Star, and then they'll call me and tell me it's in. So I can avoid uh, not only the shipping charges, but the tip. Have you already <laughs> have you already paid for them? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, know, I put say, them on the old credit card. I was going to say, you could just say, you know what, I don't want that one, but I'll take these two. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't know. It was, um, I've never ordered uh, like that before. You know, I've ordered from New Cadian, you know, you know, in stock trades and had them shipped to my house. Do you ever have any luck with uh, out-of-stock trades? No, no. no. Okay. Um, and by the way, it's a very clunky uh, interface on the website. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not really very helpful so at it's all. It's actually just one page yeah, on the website. It's, with, a very, yeah, it's a very short website. With a bunch of text with no links on it. Yeah, the entire the entire website's like, I don't know, like 20 kilobytes. Right. Yeah, you know, it doesn't take up much space. Loads fast. So we've been here. That, that's maybe the, the main thing. Yes. In, in that website's favor, so it loads very fast. It is the fastest website on the Yes. On the in the comics, this is basically just like a Times New Roman twelve point type with a headline, and you know, a link you can click that doesn't actually take anywhere. So <laughs> just reloads the page. Yeah, report that to the administrator and see where that gets you. So it's a short day at the con. It's four hours today. I know. And uh, I didn't but, even... you know that's enough for you to. Yeah. You know, about four hours after we got here yesterday, I was ready to go. <laughs> so I'm really hoping that they get the contract back for the bigger place that they, you know, the Plano Center instead yeah. of the Richardson because this place is just way too small. Well, the, what we need here is we Yesterday need Yesterday it was, for sure. We need for Dallasites to come out in enough numbers that they need to, like, relocate to Jerry World or something. 
That's what this place needs. This place needs like happen. a million square feet. That would never happen. That way there'd be a vendor every like 25 yards. Plenty of just have space. it out in the field, yeah. Plenty of aisle space. If it's a nice day, you can have the roof open. What's going on you behind, get a little, back get a little sun. Us. I don't know, but... Photo shoot? George Lucas said there's no underwear in space, so... I'm exactly was sure there? what's going on here. Oh, yeah. there was? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, have you figured out like who the Detective other person Comics, is? Uh, no. I wonder if it's a generic uh, character. A princess of some kind? Yeah. We got Princess Leia, but then we mm-hmm. don't know what the other one is. Yeah. And it's behind me, so I don't have to stare. Right. Which is nice. I'm trying not to. I got to. that going for me. I, yeah. I appreciate that. Are you recording yeah. right now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when did you start that? Uh, when I got here? In. Like I told oh, you, I'm so not, you got the whole bathroom I'm not, conversation. I'm not scared to record a bathroom. You got it doesn't the whole bother bathroom me a bit. conversation? Yeah. I mean, it probably picked me up better. Uh, you should you know, here I am. You shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> that's what the, uh, that's the, the, the edit button is for. Yeah. Where you like, you like, yeah, but click who's, and drag who's in on control of that file? Huh? Who's in control of that particular file? Well, it'll be file. you because I'm not the one who posts it. Well, that's true. I can always, <laughs> I can always click that part out. <laughs> oh, it's not like I've recorded any good content yet anyway. I mean, everything we've done, you know, that's worth uh, mentioning is on the Zoom. Oh, so. It's not even worth mentioning, probably. Hmm? Eh, it's okay. That's what we're ready we to head back in? Yeah. Um,. I haven't seen every uh, 50 Cent bin, and uh, I'm, I wonder if I'll get to him. Hmm? 50 Cent, is he here? 50 Cent? Yeah, um, which is really weird because uh, he's trying to hawk vitamin waters. They're uh, giving away uh, venoms. It might be an ugly uh, situation here in All the right. hallway this afternoon. I, I, I got to ask, what's going on down the hall? What, photo shoot down here, or what? We're just having fun, that's nice. all. Nice. <laughs> all right. Taking a bunch of pictures and everything. It looked like you were taking a nap is what it looked like. <laughs> I don't like it. Who are you supposed to be? Well, it's cool and dry in here. Myself. A princess? Yeah. Princess Fairy. Good. And I'm Princess Leia. You're Princess Leia, Leia obviously. Oh, yes. Princess Leia, she's a something else. Excellent. You look like Princess Leia to me. Now, what is it then? You gonna say it? <laughs> All right, this conversation's I, I wish over. It wasn't then. a secret. Well, and who are you? Supposed Hang on, to? I'm gonna get a drink. Oh, okay. All right. That's, uh, that's fair enough. <laughs> this water's cold. I've got my phone, but uh, its camera is. Yeah, yeah. It's a decent camera. Yeah, All right, y'all. Okay. We're going to leave so you guys can continue doing whatever that was. Lay back down. You could probably sneak in this room. That'd be nice. That was weird. I'm not sure what all that was about. But. Yeah, I'm, I kind of think they were... Uh, thank you. I kind of think they were just waiting for us to leave so they get back to whatever they were doing. Yeah, it looked... Uh, looked like they should have been behind closed doors, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the photographer. I'm just... The photographer. Quote, unquote. Okay, and there's a couple of princesses. Yeah. Once again, George Lucas himself said it. No underwear in space. But obviously that's not the case here, is what no, you're saying. She didn't have a uh, she have a good costume uh, by that reckoning. There's a cow. Yes. So I walked out, and I wonder if I walked right by Pat Broderick. Uh, it'd be cool to, it'd be cool to say, how you doing? I don't, uh, I don't know, I can't, I don't remember if I've seen him here or not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I hate sure. to admit, I, I don't know what the cat looks like. Well, you know, that's normal, but. Yeah. And hey, if, I, if I did know 20 years ago, it's probably changed by now. I'm going to stop this so we can stop and look at this guy's sketchbook here, okay? Let's do that. This is I Beckett. It's not very exciting.